This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over West Side, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for West Side niggas, nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match Big crocodiles and Cadillacs You looking for the fattest sacks This is where it's at Windows tinted Seats for lyric line Keep the hands on the burner Cause niggas know that it's money on the mind Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson A.K.A. the Tim Foyle Hat Titan A.K.A. the Conspiracy Realist A.K.A. the Technology Snob Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles AKA, I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. AKA, the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dame. Three underscores, 313. The West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you speaking on Dame, Cheyenne, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. It sounds like you call Cheyenne. A- no, I would never. She, <laughs> she's a queen and one of my one of my favoriteest people ever. Yo, uh, I love Cheyenne. Likewise, uh, yo, what up though? It's uh, episode two. Welcome back, Shop Talk Podcast, episode two ninety seven. On, On you hoes, back like we never left. What's poppin', y'all? Remember, remember when Marv One had that song back like I never, never left. left. Back. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. my shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to pull that up. Yeah. Uh, let me turn off all these devices. Though. That's way too many. You got a lot uh, of alerts going on. Yeah, way too many. Throw that shit on the floor. Got on a, the floor. Lot of, <laughs> uh, what's up, man? How was your weekend, my brother? Week was good, man. You know, I got to work MLK Day. I don't get the day off. Why is that a thing? Getting the day off? No. Why is niggas still working on MLK Day? I don't know, because Martin Luther King died on the cross, so I could have a day off. Mm. And I shouldn't be working, but like I'm not hired in. I'm a contract employee. Mm. So I don't fall under the guise of what the union then did. So yeah. if you're not a contract employee, you got to work on Monday. Yeah, that's fucked up. But, or uh, she said, if I didn't want to work, I could like volunteer some community service hours. Why didn't you do that? Cause that's still work. I mean, that's like yeah, we didn't do a lot of community service shit, and you help out, and it don't be eight hours full of work. I can stay at home and just hook my. So plate. you would rather go to work than help people who need help? Jesus, I'd rather move my laptop to the basement and play two K all day, <laughs> and act like I am working from home than help people. All right, I mean, <laughs> take it for what it is. Jeez, he's a Uh Well, sounds real bad when you put it like that. Yeah, when I say the, when I tell the truth, <laughs> when you tell the truth in fractions. Yeah, break. It's all about the delivery, right? You know what I'm saying? It's all about the delivery. Uh, that's what's up, man. Uh, it's been kind of cold this week. Not kind of. It's been real cold. And the thing about it, it ain't got 
cold as fuck yet. Yeah. Because, like, it's just cold and ain't no snow on the ground. Now, when it's cold and the hawk out, like, that's a whole different thing in Michigan. I'm kind of happy that it's been so cold because that means the ground in my backyard is hard and not muddy. So Umar out there using the bathroom, he don't track mud through the fucking crib. So now I got like a, I got a towel at the side door. So I got to wipe this nigga feet off uh, before he come in the house. Cause like, I don't, yeah, but I when it's like cold, cold outside, like I ain't got to worry about that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that snow, that snow ain't got here yet. Like when it, yeah, we only did one snow. I shoveled, I shoveled one time this yeah. year, but like it's still 19 degrees, which sounds crazy, but like, that ain't really bad for January. Now, the other day, that shit was like eight degrees outside. Yeah, when it was like eight or nine, but like eight or nine and it's six inches of snow outside, that's like a whole nother animal. Yeah. And I still be walking the dog and shit. Because he got to go out. Or he going to shit in the house. Yeah, well. Like, that's the only option. He got to go outside. Well, I put him in the backyard. He used the bathroom. I just go pick it up. You know what I'm saying? But like, I literally still walk him. Like, we get like a, a mile or two in and like- it's cold as fuck. However, he need that shit. Yeah, or he gonna eat up my fucking furniture yeah. and shit like that. But once you out there, about five minutes in, like I'm be sweating and shit. You know what I'm saying? Literally, I be sweating under yeah. my coat and everything like that. But I gotta take something uh, to cover my face because that's the part that be cold. That wind start smacking them lips and that nose and shit. The hawk for real. Yeah, though. The hawk be out for real. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, other than that, man, I had a, I guess I had a pretty cool week. You know what I'm saying? No, uh, no emergency fires to put out or anything like that. Good. Cause you've been um, having a little, some turmoil with these last couple weeks. Yeah. You know, hopefully, uh, I'll be able to talk about it soon. You know okay. what I'm saying? Or maybe not <laughs> or with y'all at least. Uh, but you're not you know, going to jail or nothing. Is you? No, I don't, I don't believe so. Okay. Fingers crossed, <laughs> prayers up. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, this week, man, uh, well, shout out to y'all. I got some feedback on last episode. Y'all really liked the episode. I didn't think we, you know, did anything different. Um, but you know, niggas liked the episode. Hey man, we just give the people what they want. Shout out to y'all still rocking with us, watching the video on YouTube as well as on, uh, Spotify. You know what I mean? Uh, trying to stick with the visuals every week. Uh, it is a race against time, but we do this shit on Friday for me to have all that shit completed and up. It uploaded by Saturday. You ain't doing shit Friday night. It's a lot. He ain't doing shit. Or just invite her over. It's a lot. You can't go you know to her saying? house. Just invite her over. It's a lot to do. Um, it's a lot to export. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. To ed- it's a lot. Okay. Well, I hear just computer, know. I hear computer language. Huh? Uh, so, Dame does not compute. <laughs> Dame does not compute. Uh, and then a lot to upload because you uploading the uh, uh, the podcast to be what uh, uh, two hundred and fifty megabyte file. Versus a 16 gigabyte file. You might as well be sitting here speaking hable <laughs> espanol to me, my nigga. I do not know what none of that shit means. Don't make my work in vain. Uh, so we go follow the YouTube page, uh, which is youtube.com. I'm like everybody else. I wake up Saturday morning, I get the alert. It's Shop Talk Podcast. Last year goes in work behind Jason, the scenes. Jason threw some shit in the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> follow the Shop Talk, which is Jay Johnson 313. That's all uh, I'll be like, Jason, Jason did that thing with that computer do hit you. He got on the Google machine and (laughs) did his thing. (laughs) So look, you know, I've been engineering uh, my church's podcast out of the studio and I had to upload the episode. I refused to call you because I said, nah, I'm going to figure this out (laughs) because it can't be that hard. It's not. 
But Nick, that shit took me a long time to figure out how to do it. How did you do it? Did you do it from a computer or from like a, a I did it from my phone. Okay. So you were the only the, so you probably figured it out. Yeah. But you would just have to save it to your like your iCloud or something. Um or Dropbox if you got that on your phone. And then when you go to upload it, it says where is it from? And then I usually do it from the computer though. I don't It took me a minute, man. Yeah. And I got a laptop at the crib. I should have just did it from the laptop. Man, I asked y'all niggas a question in the group about laptops, and you niggas ain't respond. I have a laptop. I guess you niggas don't have computers. That's what you. Anybody want to? Anybody want to say they ain't have computers? What you trying to do? See, niggas don't be paying attention. I even dropped an example I, I of I what I was trying to do. I, I literally dropped a link and like, look, this is what I'm trying to do. If ain't no titties in the group chat. I'm sorry. If if it ain't certain things in the group chat. It's money on the flow. You know what I'm saying? It's oh. money on the flow. Well, you didn't say that. You, you didn't niggas, say that. You niggas ain't look. Is it a scam? No, I don't deal with scams. Yeah, I'm a trustworthy do. nigga. I don't deal with scams. Jason. You know, after we Jason had that. Jason Aloysius Johnson. After we had that, that scamming episode, you know how many people hit me up and got scammed that week? And got and they was like, uh, fucking uh, victimless crime my ass. Like, <laughs> niggas went through a lot of different shit. But I bet you they got their money back. Victimless. It's a white collar crime. The only people that get hurt is the bank. That's not true. You, it's, it's just not true. It's Robin Hood. You steal from the rich and you give it. That's a fairy tale. That's not real life. <laughs> Ain't no white man ever stole anything and gave to the poor. Okay. Well, white people steal, but uh, they ain't never gave to the poor. Look, it's victimless. Y'all got that money back. Chill out. But did you maybe get, it took you twelve business days, but you got it. But what about the fees that you also got when people was coming in you for money? You can negotiate money? them fees, man. How many times you didn't successfully negotiate the fee? If you if you banked at the place that I work, you did my, not. My bank gave me like one a year. <laughs> yeah, like nigga, you was not negotiating. And they, be, it. And, they and they stand firm on that shit. I used to be the nigga saying no, no. <laughs> we'll give you one overdraft a year. I mean, my nigga, you didn't know the money wasn't there. It wasn't like my f- you, you writing a check that you, you literally couldn't cash. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. This wasn't no mistake. This wasn't a one time thing. But bank- this shit happens to you four or five times a week. But Bank of America getting rid of their overdraft and NSF fees. Follow the wave. Why? Because they wrong. They morally wrong. They not morally wrong. I got to pay for this shit. Like what? For an example. It's imaginary money. Who are you paying yourself? Right. It's imaginary money. Oh, well, is your check imaginary money that they pay you? It is because I I never touch the check. Cash it. I don't get a check. It's just a direct deposit. Like well, the money. Well, I don't the, touch the money. Go to the ATM machine. Get your money. Oh, come on, man. I pay get every, your money. Pay everything with debit card. I never touch that money. It's monopoly money. It's imaginary. It never crosses my hands. That's Tax by returns. But that's by choice because you can get the money. Now, when we go into this meta shit and all the other shit, and there is no physical. What you think? About, what you think about this metaverse? I sent you the article where, like, the cheapest piece of real estate right now in the metaverse is eleven thousand dollars. It's fucking insane, and I think you niggas are retarded. I, I legitimately think you niggas are retarded. There's not a. It's it's not a thing. I mean, it's a thing, but it's not. Like, there's a difference between San Francisco and Detroit. Right. I don't understand why you can have the exact same materials build an exact same building and it's more expensive in San Francisco than it is Detroit. But it's the landscape. It's the view. Right. 
it's off the water and all this different shit. All right? the amenities. Yeah. Because it's finite. You there isn't a San Francisco Bridge, the Golden Gate Bridge in Detroit. I mean, unless you want to go to Ambassador Bridge, you know what I'm saying? But like, it's different. In the digital world, my nigga, it's I can create the, the exact same thing that you have for free. Also, I don't have to travel from Detroit to San Francisco in real life to catch a plane. Nigga, this is the internet. I'm just there when I turn the computer on. The, it, it makes no sense to me. You mean to tell me that for it to make sense is that other people who quote unquote go on the, that's like saying I'm only going to go on the internet and I'm only ever going to be on Instagram. You know how I look at it. You used, you used to play video games. I know that's not like real mm-hmm. thing, but it's just like an ongoing game of Grand Theft Auto. You know how Vice City and somewhere else are worlds apart, but they're connected. Like that's that's just how I view like the metaverse being. Like, yes, there's still an allotment of travel, you know, but it but it's all encased inside of one just ongoing video game. And to keep the video game analogy is, well, fine. If the only thing that we had to maneuver in was Grand Theft Auto, I understand. This is gonna be a prime real estate. If everything is happening inside of this game, I have to buy I got to fit myself inside this game because this is where all the people going to be. Nigga, the internet is everywhere. Who's the te- who's who's to say so the, the quote unquote digital block of space that I purchased next to Snoop Dogg's house. Who the fuck? I'm about to. So I'm about to just stand in front of Snoop Dogg's house. Like what? What is going on here? <laughs> people are going to come to see. This is Cap. Snoop Dogg. This is I Cap. I don't know. That's the only way I can explain it. This is Cap. It's like being a million. It's, it's like not. being a millionaire on Grand Theft Auto. Like, it's you're not. rich as fuck in the game. This but in is real life, fake. you're just a regular nigga. And per usual, they didn't they didn't paid off or incentivize some key black figures to sell y'all niggas a dream and to frighten y'all into missing out of the next wealth transfer. It's cap, my nigga. You is a not... Listen to me when I tell you this. You are not to, about to be some multi-millionaire after you sink all this fucking money in this, after you sink actual physical money that you actually use your actual label for into a digital game or a digital, like it's not happening. They already got the an H&M store, Polo store. Like it's, it is happening. You know why it's not happening? Cause it makes no sense as a store. If I'm H&M, you mean to tell me I'm only going to sell right here? No, nigga, I'm selling wherever the fuck www.hm.com is at. But you can start to dress your metaverse avatar like fresher than somebody else's. I don't. But what I'm saying is it's digital. I can create that, too. I don't have to pay you. There is. And you can't tell me, well, this is the. if. So this is what niggas have done now. Right. Because I know I can digitally 100% match this picture. Now I've created this NFT to say, no, we still got to have a class system. So digitally, I have proven that this is better. Nigga, it's a one-to-one copy. Digitally. That means one. That's not saying like, yo, like fake shoes, quote unquote, fake shoes are damn near one-to-one, right? Right. But they get the closest lever, which is pretty much the same, but. That's not even the same. Like, this is a, I screenshot your tweet. We got the same thing, my nigga. 
There's no quality difference. It's digital. It's not a th- like y'all go out to be fooled into this shit. Look, there there is the metaverse is going to be a class system. It already is it's already shaping out that way. It's literally going to be like an ongoing video game when you play 2K and your person got on all BBC clothes and the other nigga got the shit that came with his character when he turned on the game. You think There's you a care? difference between you? You think you care? No, nigga. Like who who cares? Like in he, real life, people who you think gonna care? Nigga, people care about that shit. They spend a lot of money to tailor make their character. Me, when I get VC virtual currency, I spend it to make my nigga like sweet as fuck. Like to make his skills, his skill set for the game of basketball to make him better. But some niggas spend it on like tattoos, gear, making their player look a way that they probably don't look. This shit is fucking insane. We are, we, money, we already in the metaverse on a smaller level. Niggas that play gaming understand like that's 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 what it is. You in the metaverse on a small you can make your avatar whatever you want them to be. You can be 7'2, 280 pounds and dominate under the boards when off the offline you five eight and 130 pounds. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a it's a dirty game. They got you with though. Like, it literally makes no sense. It's here, and it's here to stay. It's not here. It's here to stay. Niggas don't even got fucking heated seats. How long heated seats been out? There's a giant gap. Everybody not even on the fucking internet. Technology. It's not. Just just hear me out, because I heard you and Ant have, like, this argument. Technology in terms of, like, internet access and things of that nature is going to move faster than niggas having heated seats in cars that fucking fly. What's your speed of your internet at the crib? Like a thousand megs. Like, it's something ridiculous. Yeah, but everybody don't got that. A lot of niggas got 24, which is enough for you to get online, but you can't stream. You can't game on that. The The whole world can't be engulfed inside the metaverse because, one... Technically, on some real shit, the infrastructure ain't even set up for us to run if everybody can't be on gigabyte internet service. It, it just it just can't sustain it. Shit, uh, fi- Google Fiber, AT and T, them niggas can't even get that shit in your area yet. That's that's yet, but we talking five Who gonna years pay from for now. The government, the government. When does that ever happen? When they see the potential for in America. That they've paid for infrastructure from the government? For free internet, free high-speed internet. It's not happening. It'll be so much money involved, it'll probably be in their benefit to make it happen. The government, how? Like, other countries have free internet access. We don't got it. It's an a benefit now. I just feel like with the metaverse, with that niggas are it, selling y'all a dream. It'd be more, it'd be more reason to have it. Niggas are selling y'all a dream. Who the fuck? So every single person gonna have a fucking Oculus wrapped around their fucking head so they can be. It's not happening. It's not. No, maybe, maybe not. Maybe that is a few years out. But like having that access it's niggas who in don't their have a, hand. It's a nigga right now who ain't never had a car made in the two thousands. Like in real life, it take it's a long time before technology that's available makes it to the average person. Jay, I think we are closer than what you think. Nigga, you didn't even understand the terms I was talking about. Gig- like, I get it. Because a nigga told you that shit on the internet, a black man who's trying to get money from you, 
who's trying to tell you to, to f- watch my podcast or pick up my fucking tutorial so I can teach you the metaverse, which don't fucking exist yet. Because then it has to be centralized. Who's going to own it? The government. The government. Yeah, Five. it's not a, it's not a thing. Because whatever version of the let's Elon, say Facebook Elon Musk gonna own it. Okay, he owned the Tesla one. So who gonna so when I'm on Apple, then what? These niggas will make a backhanded deal. They will join forces. Just like Apple and Google have joined forces for for a, a joint iMessage, right? Cause it'll make more sense for everybody to be able to communicate and send money back and forth using one payment system other than Google Pay and Apple Pay. No, that didn't happen. There's still a divide. Because I don't give a fuck about making everybody rich. I want to be rich. My goal as a company ain't to be like, hey, kumbaya, let's work together. No, nigga, I want the market share. I want the leverage. That di- it just don't happen Eventually, in business. Eventually, they're going to have to work together in, or- in order not to die. They're going to have to. Just it's here, tem- Jason. It's here. Just point to a time in Te- history that Technology happened. snob. It's here, nigga. I'm just saying, um, I think y'all being gassed. Um, y'all thought we was gonna have flying cars by now. Shit, Elon Musk been promising you the fucking uh, the the Tesla uh, roaster since 2017. It's five years later. This bitch ain't coming out to probably 2024. He's lying. It just needs more development test. Because when like like listen, these tech companies get on here and they fucking lie to you and they sell you a dream so that you can invest in their invest in their stock and they get more money and then we're gonna try to build that shit on the back end with the money. Like you think like that a cyber pon- you like think a Ponzi scheme? You think that cyber truck coming out this year? No. That motherfucker ain't coming out for a good five to six years. <laughs> shit, shit ain't even. Everybody that dropped a hundred dollars, uh, just to reserve that bitch. You never seen that money, money. <laughs> yes, you. First of all, your hundred dollars ain't gonna do shit towards the purchase of one. What I'm saying is, it was like, it was a ridiculous amount of people who it's like a hundred thousand people or something that all put a hundred dollars up. I just took that money. And then did whatever the fuck I wanted with Nah, like, man, you'd be like a title sponsor on the bitch when it come out. I'm just saying, dog. To have your initials somewhere in the somewhere in the annals of of the roadster history. Uh, I know humans. You know, like when you go to church and they had a name on the pew, like this family donated, no. and that's why we got this pew. No. Okay. I didn't have that in my church. I've seen it in churches. All I'm saying is, um. A lot of that shit sound good, but it's just theoretically not possible right now. And based on human beings and, and the the recorded history of humans uh, not ever coming together uh, for the greater good, it's not happening. Now, will there be, where will there be uh, individual pockets like there's a PlayStation Network where niggas used to go in there and hang out? Um, every video game has a multiplayer, and inside that multiplayer, you play with other people and shit like that. That's it. It's just going to be bigger. It's not going to be one place because Xbox is not about to start allowing Sony players to come in. But they are. Not in, So there isn't there, an Xbox there's, there's person. Been, there's been news of that. For how many years has there been news for that? All right, my nigga. I mean, I think it, I think it will eventually happen. I get it. But the, 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 the lies and the gas that y'all being sold right now is not real yet. It may never be. I think eventually it'll happen. There won't be. Ye of little faith, Jason. Ye of little faith. I'm a realist. The Lord says all you need is the faith of the mustard seed, Jason. 
No, not as a God thing. Okay. <laughs> that's all all right. Not, not as a God. Just the faith of the mustard seed. I've never seen a mustard seed in my life. Have you ever seen a mustard seed? Well, I cook, so yes, I've seen mustard seeds. Jason, you can make your own mustard. It's really not even that hard of a process. All right, Dane making his own fucking mustard. Uh, Verge, Verge making his mayonnaise. own fucking ranch. <laughs> Verge said he could make mayonnaise. He wouldn't ranch. I think he said he could make mayonnaise. Oh, yeah, we found out the white man did not, in fact, uh, make ranch. A black man made ranch, but Verge says he makes mayonnaise. Out of fucking milk and eggs or some shit. Nigga, I made, I made uh, lemon pepper seasoning. Nigga, we talking about mayonnaise. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, all these shits are fairly easy to make. And I and I cook. How big is a mustard seed? Nigga, it's very small. It's like <laughs> this big, maybe? Comparing a mustard seed to the size of one uh, rice. <laughs> How big? Is, is the rice about, bigger it, than yes. the... It's about half the size of a grain of rice. Okay. I remember watching, uh, what was that movie with uh, Danny DeVito and Ma- Marissa Tomei? My Cousin Vinny. Yeah. He was like, uh, let me get uh, one grit. He ain't never heard of grits. Let me, let me, I don't want a bunch of grits. So let me just, let me just get one grit. Like, no, that's not, that's Dog, not how it works. Speaking of grits, I had the best $6 breakfast I've ever had in my life last Saturday. Okay. $6. Brett. Nigga, the Coney across the street. Oh, yeah. Yo, listen, I made the best grits I ever had. I had grits, bacon, eggs, and fucking. Are you talking about cross street from here? Yeah, oh, and Jordan's six dollars. Yeah, for sure. So I got my um, all the ing- so you know we did the Christmas breakfast and shit at the crib, right? Right. I don't know if we talked about that on this. I think you you said like everybody brings something different. Yeah, but I was fucking worried because it was twenty eight people, well twenty nine people in my house on Christmas. Um, I was expecting like clearly I was expecting family. I I, I didn't know. I didn't count. I didn't know it was going to be 28 extra people. So I was definitely afraid. Kept running in my office and shit because uh, Omarion was out here giving up free concerts. Right. So in the, all in the group chat, I'm like, yo, y'all niggas still good? I'm like, <laughs> <"Nobody's coughs> been exposed? Yeah. Uh, but uh, my aunt usually make the grits and shit. And the butter that she used and the cheese that she used, I got all that shit. And I made some grits. I would have swore my aunt wanted to make these shits. Now, this is the best grits I, because I made grits before and they don't never be like that. Grits is an art. It's God, an art. God damn it. I might got it. And I will go on record and say this. One of my favorite meals to eat is fishing grits or shrimp and grits. I can eat it whenever. If you cannot cook grits and make me hot fried shrimp or just hot fried catfish. Is there such thing as chicken and grits? I don't know. That doesn't sound. Cause I don't like shrimp or yeah. fish, but can I get like some? I wonder. I'm gonna I'm make some fucking chicken and grits. It'll probably be fire. You know what I'm saying? Get the chicken breast, chop that motherfucker up, and you can probably spice it up, make it good. But yeah. I love me some fish and grits. And I will go on record to say there are three things that I require from my wife. Okay, let's go. A fat ass. All right. Because I've been praying for years, Lord. So you you've heard my prayer. You know. What so I'm it's on. not happening yet. I don't know. I think we're gonna I think we're gonna get into that topic later, dude. <laughs> Number two, she gotta be able to cook shrimp and grits. Cause like I can eat it every day. But if you can't cook it, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. So I thought you was going somewhere else with this. Where, where There's two different things. I, I thought you was going like one, because this is a requirement for any woman I'm gonna be dealing with, like for a long period of time. Your mac and cheese gotta be fire. 
Say it again. I cannot marry a woman who can't make the mac and cheese. Y- your fire. wife bring the mid-ass mac and cheese to Thanksgiving? The mac and cheese don't nobody want? Come on, Jay. That's that's grounds for divorce. Uh, forget the family function just for me. Like, for me. What if, I, she, what if she never makes mac and cheese until happen. after y'all get married? It legitimately cannot happen. I would not marry. I would not even propose if I've never had your macaroni and cheese. You know, what? my homeboy said something that I did. I need mac and cheese in two different facets. If you understand what I mean. Ah, if you know, you know. <laughs> my, my homeboy said something to me that I didn't take seriously till I really thought about it. He was like, man, I can't make a, a child with a woman until I see her run. I said, what you mean? He's like, nigga, I need Women to see can't run. Uh, He's like, I need to see her run. Can't, like, it's not about the speed. It's like, he's like, it's more about the technique. And like, women can't run, dog. <laughs> he might be by himself. Women cannot run. Dog. And he was like, is she flat footed? Is she gumpy? Because he was a college athlete. So his thing is, he want to make uh, an athletic child with a woman that's athletic. And I he's got like, different, I got different qualities uh, that I can see if she's athletic or not. I think I mean I'm sure you can. But <laughs> I think I think running is a good is a good measure. Women system. can't run, dog. <laughs> I'm for real. They cannot be run. Put it gumpy and maybe they run. do the. They just can't. They can't run. They had, when have the woman ever had to run outside of middle school or track? Like they don't run. And that's what he said. He asked him like, "Did you play track? Did you put? Was you, you a cheerleader? Did you play basketball? You don't play track. <laughs> okay, <laughs> coming from a track nigga. Yeah, you don't play track. By the way, you know I'm. You can hide in every other sport. You can hide your skills and ability behind somebody else, next to somebody else. Track you just out there butt naked. I think either you fast or you slow. I think boxing can't hide in boxing. Uh, track and field and swimming. Those three, not for the physical portion of it. I think them the most three difficult, three difficult sports, and possibly golf. But I I I, I struggle if I want to. Con- at golf as a sport i know it's a skill and a talent because that shit is difficult you know what i'm saying so i don't want to like disrespect it and shit like that I, I just go back and forth but those three fam you you're running against yourself even if there's people running against you like mentally you running as fast as you can you see a nigga who's gaining on you <laughs> and eat, and at that moment you got to make that decision either you turn it up another gear or you let this thing get the best of you can i push my body Past a limit that I that that is telling me I can't go, but can I do it anyway? Like you can't blame another person when you lose a race. Like it's 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 just you. Yeah. For swimming, I think swimming may be most difficult because that's, that's when you a full body that swimming is is a truly a full body workout. That but when you practice, it's a lonely sport. You can't hear nobody when you're under the water. It could be somebody swimming laps a couple of lanes over. I mean, that's a lonely sport. And you got to beat on your fucking skill, uh, your 10,000 hours. You and that motherfucker by yourself, cold, cold and wet. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you, you really got to push yourself. Yeah. And you going against yourself. Literally, there's no one else. There's no, you can't even hear a coach telling you to do this or do that. Like, you just in the water by yourself trying to get better. Trying to swim and swim as fast as you can. Yeah. Uh, that's a lonely thing. Like Michael Phelps, I give a lot of respect to him because you don't get that great by just pure talent. That's skill, hard work, and dedication. A lot of practice. 
that means your ass is then probably by yourself 12 hours a day underwater swimming and shit. Like that's a, that's some lonely shit dog. Um, and then boxing is you and the nigga for, across from you. There's no, it's like there, there's an internal will that has to turn on in you. Yeah. There has, there, there's something, I don't want to say it's something off with like niggas that do like combat sports because you, you understand like the, the man across the ring from you is trying to hurt you. Yeah. Possibly kill, kill you. And you are, and you are there trying to kill him. Like it's, it's, it's very brutal when you strip it down and what the fuck it is. My favorite sport of all I love time. boxing so much. I love boxing so much. Yeah. What was favorite. the young dude that we met the other week on press? Antonio Wade? Yeah. Shout out um, to him, man. I've been looking into him. We're going to bring him on the show from Dre Road. Really? He's from my neighborhood, actually, but uh, a couple streets on the other side of Evergreen. Um, so literally, I, he shot a, because he rapped too. So I'll shoot a video in front of the, the liquor store, which technically not even four blocks from my house. But we never went on that. Like, from my general neighborhood, it's definitely like a hard line. It's from Joy Road and Evergreen from down to Joy Road and Southfield, down to Southfield to Warren, from Warren to Evergreen, that square block. So even on the other side of the street. No, no, um, you, you, you stick to your area. Yeah. Like, we, then when you get to, like, uh, high school, of course, Cody's in the neighborhood school. We walk. And you know people on the other side. But, like. My formative year, it was a, I don't know, I guess that's a three or four mile radius. But it's like having your Coney, your liquor store, like you know these places. And it's just so wild that you can literally be, you can grow up in it. Because uh, there were some twins that stayed on Plainview and Jero, but on the other side of the street. I've never seen these niggas before. Literally, never seen them before. But people were like, well, do you know the twins? And like, I know damn okay. near where they live at. Yeah. Because... In real life, they're blocking a half away, but we just they're didn't. on the other side. We just didn't go on that side. Right, I feel you. And it's like, y'all y'all got a different experience from the quote-unquote Joy Road, whatever, y'all neighborhood, and then you got niggas on Joy Road who live down like on Wyoming or some shit like that. Like, it's so wild how, it's kind of sad that you you put this it's imaginary box. Side, and it's a couple different sides of it. Yeah, it's you in this like imaginary box where y'all nigga, these are your zone. And nobody ever told us that that was our zone. You just knew it growing up. That was just up. you just knew. Like we why would we, we don't go to that liquor store. And the liquor store that we did actually go to, Three Brothers, it's actually on the other side of Dre Road. But that was it was okay. <laughs> I don't know. You don't but it was make, on this side of Evergreen. You don't make the rules. You know they what I'm just saying? They they did and that's how and that's how you govern shit. You don't Especially make as a like as a um kid up until high school and then when you get to and high school and if you school, see them niggas from the other side on your side that's grounds for a fight this is yo y'all stole bikes from this side of the street we stole bikes from that side like it was like it was just yeah that's just what it was what do you call it? a gentleman's agreement it's un unwritten rules 100 that are completely understood yeah but he's he right over there in the neighborhood and shit so okay. we're gonna bring him on uh yeah i thought that was uh i thought he was dope i love boxing man <sighs> um you had a uh, you had a question. Let's talk about that first. Yeah, uh, did I send it to you? Uh, nope. Uh, I thought I did. I mean, I think you posted it on, on on Instagram though. No, I thought I sent you. I'm pretty certain I sent you the the, the video clip. Oh, that 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 that. Yeah, yeah maybe. Now the young lady's talking. 
Uh, let me connect to this Bluetooth so I can play. You sent it via text then, right? Uh, let's see. I thought I sent it to you on the ground. Oh, could be. Let me yeah, look. I did. I did. I sent it on Monday. All right, let me look. 6.23 a.m. I don't know why I was up looking at this bullshit that early in the morning. Uh, you know, I guess that'd be um, niggas morning coffee and, and paper just look online and shit or some yeah. shit. Uh, let's see. Dang, man. Who knew a lot of motherfuckers be quote-unquote texting and shit? Uh, all right, here we go what transition dick is let me explain to you because a lot of you niggas are transition dick and you don't even know it okay transition dick. do you think niggas care what type of dick they are um, as long as they getting some pussy i don't think they care it doesn't matter about if you care because if you don't know what you are you fuck up the situation because mm. let me tell you why a lot of you niggas are not boyfriend husband baby daddy whatever father material a lot of times you just transitioned it mm. so you'll mess up a good situation because if we just fucking and having a good time you taking it like oh she want more than that she want more. no baby no i'm cool with what i'm it cool is. with what we are but a lot of times men assume that women want more you just assume that you know i want to be your girlfriend or this and that and they fuck up the situation and they be like no nah, i can't fuck with her no more let me back up a little bit and it's like wow we're having a good time you're not my person so let's just enjoy this until my person comes if you don't know what um i watch it what's your thoughts on that bullshit i call bullshit if you're telling me that you're dealing with a nigga and he not comfortable just fucking like most most of us and i'm I'm just gonna speak in generalities most of us are cool just fucking and hanging out mm -hmm. i know for the most part that sounds like an ideal situation for me i think for a lot of people it can sound like an ideal situation for a large majority a large number of people i think that's like a I almost want to, I'll even say the overwhelming majority um, of people. And I'm going to say just even men, because women are included in that too. Like I'm talking about men. Okay. Because I think she's in the minority with her position. That they, that they want more and want to be with you? I'm saying that she's talking about it's men who's fucking up the just fucking situation because from the history of men are for women and Venus and Mars and shit, it's always been the exact opposite of... We've been just fucking and you want it more. Like that's Absolutely. been the that's been the story. Like that's been the story forever yeah. and ever. Amen. Yeah. So like it's interesting the shift. Like she playing, she's out, she's out, she's outside of her position. She's playing a role that's not that's not meant for her. That's masculine energy speaking. You should be in your divine feminine and not being a masculine man. But everybody has been flipped up. Niggas are being real soft. Men, I mean, women are being extra. Manny, I think we have flipped the script and this is not right. I don't want parts of it. I want a feminine woman. You, you feel me? And I mean, why why wouldn't like who why wouldn't I want that for myself? Now, when I say feminine woman, I don't mean that like if you went to music or, or rap or some shit, that means I want you to be soft. I want you to be sweet. I want you to be accommodating. I want you to be <sighs> submissive. I want you to this is probably not popular. I want I you to, even, I I just want take you, the, I want you to be fit. I, I want you to be sexual. I want you to be sensual. I want you to be a woman. I don't want a homeboy. I want you to be a woman all the time. 
Now, that doesn't mean that I don't want to be friends with my or my wife or my my woman. That don't mean I don't want to talk about rap music or whatever the case. I want to be but I want to, you to, to watch, be feminine. I want us to be able to watch Law and Order together on, on Thursday nights. But when we watch Law and Order together, I want to lay across your bosom as you rub my bald ass hair. Like, I want you to be a woman. What I think is going on is this is a defense mechanism. I'm not talking about all people because I know some young ladies. I'm, I'm, I have a lot of female friends. I'm, I got a lot of women who who kind of well, I won't say a lot. Some of the younger women I'm I'm familiar with, they kind of think this way. Okay. Um, and I think it's a defense mechanism because historically, they don't want to get hurt. Men have been in that role. Yeah, I'm fucking. We just fucking. Why you fucking up a good thing? Asking about what are we and all the other shit. Like you know, we our time together is our time together, and our time apart is our time apart. So love, Dame, with your mind, girl, not your heart. So I think because of that treatment, so to speak, for lack of a better word, and the historically all the 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 horror stories and shit. I think people have just gotten to defensive mode. Well, I'm gonna protect myself. Let me do this shit first, so I won't get hurt. But like, come on, man. Like what I would say to her after she say that is what women say they want from us. Just be honest. If if we just fucking just say that we just fucking. And if a woman say, yo, we just fucking. I don't think you don't get much pushback. Old girl said her true answer at first. And then she jumped on the bandwagon. But she was like, I don't think niggas care if they, if they fucking. They don't, I don't think. Look, I don't care if I'm your transition dick. I don't care if I'm your side. I really don't care if you got a boyfriend. Is if you let me know what it is, I can play. I can play the proper position. Like, but don't. But transition, dick. Is. Let me explain to you. Cause a lot of you uh, so I'm just looking at the comments, right? Okay. Yo, she snapped. Teach the masses, evangelist. That's how y'all. <laughs> that's how y'all getting these baby daddies always complaining about. Uh, like I'm looking at all these comments. I'm like, y'all bitches lost. Like. This is what y'all want, right? If 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 that's the case, they want it when they in control of it. And when I say that, like if I can tell you what you are, I'm cool with that. But let you tell a woman, like, look, I'm a I'm gonna keep it funky with you. You number three on my roster. I like spending a couple days a week with you, but when I'm not with you, I'm with such and such or such and such else, and we all fucking. Now, if you want to continue to be a part of this, cool. Let me know. But like, I like you, but I don't like just you. You tell a woman that shit, she is not going to stomach that shit well. Um, not and I, and I don't care how nice you are. Not about, a large majority of women. Some women, somebody, some people. If some they women, get, some women, yes. If you get, if they're getting something out of the deal, well, you don't have to break me off. My, I, I heard a podcast in here. They was like, you can't cheat on me and be broke. That's that's fair. I believe that cheating cheating is not a broke man sport. So you what, need to be able to afford your your hobbies. So what I'm hearing is, I really don't care that you cheating on me. I don't really care that you with another woman. I just want to be. I just want some money. So if I don't have money and I cheat on you, why you care? Because it's clearly not the sex part, or is this that your love for money is even more so than your self respect or your actual core values? Like, which one is it? Like you said, I want something for my. Like, if you're going to cheat on me and possibly hurt my feelings, the money is my defense mechanism. I want something for myself to make me feel better when I know you out with Keisha. 
And how I can go to the mall and shop and feel better when I know you laid up with Keisha for the weekend. What's what's concerning about this is she make she made her statements and shit. I see a bunch of women in here agreeing and preach evangelists and all this shit. Okay, well, so when niggas get on board, because this is a historically what what niggas has been doing, we get on board. Don't act surprised when your nigga don't want to be with only you, and he don't want to marry you because I, you're not my person. Did you tell him he was like this, everything that women say? This is like I, I'm I'm so flabbergasted. The by only it. thing, you know, we've said it before. The only thing women control is the access to sex. That's that, it. All the other choices from one, one in four, there's only one in four black women get married. One in four, because we control the access to it. We control the access to marriage. You just control. And a relationship. Yeah. Why do I want to marry you? Why should I marry you? Why should I make you my girlfriend when I can get what I want from you, you and her? What, what pushes you to the top? Because I know for me, this is probably going to sound crass, but I don't, I don't care. You know, me and you have have been single men. Yeah. And the majority of the time we're going to date or deal with women that are attractive to us. Thanks. So you have no advantage there because I'm going to deal with women that I find attractive. I'm typically going to have a sexual relationship with these women. Again, somewhere you don't gain an advantage from because what I you going to give me? You going to give me some pussy? You do know I can get that when I want to. Right. So but I, let me guess. Yours is the best. All right. Because isn't, yours is the best. Isn't it always? And then what I look for, like, you know what what the barometer or the deal breaker is for me, which one of y'all is going to make my life more comfortable? Because the basic, yes, aesthetically, you're going to look how I want to. Intimately, you're going to be what I want you to be. Because, like, physically, you're going to be what I want to. Because if you look back, say, historically, you say, Jason, you got a type. So if, if if I got a type and historically you can look back and be like, yo, all these people match this particular type. How is that an advantage for you? Clearly, I've been getting the same exact type for a long fucking time. Right. Right. So that that can't be your advantage. And if I, I've been having sex since I've been a, continue to get that type. If I've been having sex since I was a teenager and I'm, I'll am i be 40 next year, like that can't be your advantage can't be. We can have sex and I look like this. You know what I'm saying? Now. That usually works. I don't care how this sounds, but that usually works with some like you probably look good. And you probably this is you probably been the finest person that your last niggas was with. Say it, Jay. Right. Say it, Jason. Now that, Say it. That don't mean that I think that I look better or whatever. But like if you're not used to getting a certain caliber person then I can understand why you think you hold that over somebody. But like when it's never been an issue with you Yo, getting attractive women or, or, or what have you, you're not even the baddest bitch I done had. I'm not going that far. Go ahead, Jay. Go ahead, Jay. That's not what I'm saying. Okay, what I'm saying I'm say, is you're I'm saying you're not even the baddest chick I done ever had in my life. But I'm, I'm saying this in retrospect because I'm a man. We talking about women, but this, this, this happens in reverse as well. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like as a man, like what are you what can you add to this person? Oh, you about to give her some dick? Nigga, she can literally have sex with any nigga anytime. Oh, we said on the pod a, a week ago any man or so. She has access. To. A woman can walk outside at 8 a.m. and find somebody to have sex with her by four o'clock. That's a fact. 
damn near 99 percent of women so you thinking that you're gonna give her some dick oh that got me in there nigga she can give she can have sex with anybody anybody that she has access you know what i'm saying oh shit let me guess you got money are you the rich nigga in the world because unless you jeff bezos she can probably find somebody niggas will pay for sex. like you know what i'm saying so like at some point we gotta move past niggas will pay for for feet pictures that's they will definitely pay for sex so at some point we're gonna have to move past these superficial things that everybody you know what i'm saying now you got your preferences i'm the superficial may open up the door for you Fact. i mean let's let's just it speed up the process it's gonna open up the door for you but will the superficial keep you in the door no nah, i can't say that it will it's gonna keep you in the door can me and you have a conversation past something surface level because i talk for a fucking living on the mic and off the mic. I literally talk for a living. Facts. For the last 20 fucking years. I could damn near talk to anybody. Well, fuck it. I can talk to anybody. But are you going to talk back? Am I going to be interested in having a conversation? Can we share on an interpersonal level? Are you feminine? Are you comforting? Are all these different things? And like that video, I don't want a masculine woman. I, that's just me. I'm not saying that all men don't. I don't want a masculine if woman. If I'm looking for something real, I don't want you to be masculine. I want you to. I want you to cater to me. I want you to be nice. Are you gonna have my favorite drink and candy when I come over your house? Small stuff. Are you going to make my life more comfortable? Because if you're not making my life comfortable, you're really not gonna get my time. How many times have you met a woman? I'm not saying this don't happen, but you'd be like. Yo, this is the one. I don't want nobody else but her. Right off the bat. Off the back, I can't. It just it just don't happen like that for me. Because most of the times you realize, yo, we're gonna get together like this. It's probably not gonna be forever. I understand this is transitional dick. Cause I don't plan on being with you forever. So for her to be like, yo, niggas be messing up. They don't understand that they're transitional. I didn't think we was about to get married. I say it all the time. 98% of your situations ain't going to work because that's not the person you're supposed to be with. Mm. We're all transitional on a certain level. Yeah, unless you get married and you stay with that person until y'all die, 99% of your other relationships failed. We all transitional until you find that one. So when you tell me I'm not your person, cool. Cool, because I never thought I was your person either. Like, we having fun. I enjoy your company. Yeah. I like hanging out with you. I think you're a fun person. I enjoy having sex with you. Do I want to wake up and raise kids and buy a house and build a family with you? Eh, probably not. But I'm going to. I'm here for a good time. Not a long time, and I will enjoy my time while I'm here. I just think that's a dangerous... I, this is the dangerous message for anybody to send. Like, as a man who's supposed to be the protector, provider, all that shit, like, you shouldn't be shaming a woman for fucking up a quote-unquote a good time. Well, nigga, you showed her some qualities that she liked that a man is supposed to support. Like, so now you're going to be like, you're going to ridicule her for thinking that y'all had something more? Unless there was a specific conversation that say something different, that's not their fault. I based this shit on the actions. Right. So if you were a woman and she don't never say this is transitional, Y'all never have that conversation and y'all do particular actions. You think everything is like, oh, shit, it's not their fault that they was like, y'all want something more. Now, if you had that conversation going in and they still caught feelings, that's something different. But for a man or a woman to like 
ridicule. This motherfucker caught feelings. You fucking raw. <laughs> there's a there's a sex a sexual energy exchange. You can't just be exchanging energies with random people and be surprised that you got a soul tied to them. Like Ooh. like sex is. Awesome. Listen, we can get real deep into this shit. What really happens when when two people have sex and the sexual energy exchange in real life? We having sex with people that we ain't never supposed to have sex with. Energies are matching that that shouldn't never match. And for her to be like, "Yo, you just transitional dick," or for a man to be like, "Yo, you just transitional," these energies are not supposed to match because you already know it's not the right person. So why would you be forcing these energies to match when you know for a fact? This not supposed to happen. You setting yourself up here. Now we got kids that was born out of two bad energies that was never supposed to connect. Now you, that's why your little nigga out here wilding, shooting shit up. That nigga energy from the get go was fucked. No, I, f- I feel you on that. I f- like, and it's not like we don't know babies come from having sex. You niggas swear y'all believe in astro astrological signs and shit. What well, that shit matter then? At the moment of conception is when I think everything happens, right? Right. Souls, the whole nine yards. If them energies wasn't supposed to ever mixed, at the moment of conception, y'all nigga, you just made a baby off of bad energy. Not supposed to happen. You know, we we move off of carnal feelings. We move off of, you know, just just that lustful feeling. When you seen her at the bar, you should have been like, damn, she just looked good and kept pushing. Because you know that you didn't have no good intents for her. Yeah. And shit just kept moving. And I'm not saying that, yo, the body wants what the body wants. There is um, a pleasure in having sex. And if you need to have sex, as long as you two consenting adults have at it, there's nothing wrong with that. There should be some sort of a conversation. But but you've been in situations before, like, like we were just talking about, where you know like after a couple conversations, we're not on the same level. Yeah, we not in the same wavelength, but we here right now. Yeah, so I'm and just gonna make the, the best of it. And you make bad the, decisions doing that. Sometimes you just make the wrong decision in doing that. I won't even say decision is bad because I might know that this not gonna work out and that you possibly want something more. But my the flesh that I have could be weak that time. I'm st- I want to still have sex. It's still consensual. And I made the wrong decision, not a bad decision, because I made the wrong decision. Consensual one, but I made like, damn, you knew you shouldn't have did that shit. Right. But you, it's been it's been six months and that, the body needed what it needed. You know what I'm saying? And it's OK to make bad decisions or the wrong decisions sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Because energy changes. Yeah. I, I don't know if. I can't speak for anybody else, but I've definitely been in a situation like I thought this is going to be some one time shit. And like and they'd be like, yo, it's not some one time shit. Nah, look, I've been <laughs> in situations. Look up year and a half later. We still at it. Like, hey, who knew that was coming? I've actually had it. You know what I'm saying? So. But like, come on, man, if we really want to keep it 100, her point of view is not the majority of women that I've ever had experience with. No. From my generation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can't speak on these young I can't speak on what the 22-year-olds is going through right now. I don't even know how old she was. So, but historically, that's not been the the mind frame. That's technically how niggas sound and how women say that's trash. 
oh, that's toxic and everything like that. Because if a nigga was saying that, yo, why hoes always want to fuck up me just fucking? Because <laughs> that's what it sound like. Shit sound wild <laughs> when you put the nigga voice yeah. on Yeah. Shit, man, I'm trying to get my dick sucked. She talking about, what are we? <laughs> that's what she sound like. So... You messing up the sneaky link. You know what I'm saying? Like, you messing up my transition. I don't want you. I want the other girl. All right. Don't be mad. On the reverse. Look, man, some of us are just a bridge to the next thing. And it might it might sound hurtful. But, like, that's all it be. You know, like, look, I used to have a joke. Like, nigga, I'm, I'm waiting to see the new mothers at school in September. So if I meet you in July, you just might be a bridge till September. Yeah. Uh, Cheyenne sending a voice now. I'm gonna play it, man. I love Cheyenne. I'm so sorry I wasn't trying to call you out in the beginning. I love you. <laughs> What's up, guys? So, well, let me introduce myself. It's me, um, Cheyenne Lene, aka Motor City Oprah, and this is my very first, um, voice note that I'm, um, doing for shop talk podcast so question um dame was asking was um do men know their roles in relationships and do things glow and be are better when they honestly know their position I'm going to, I'm not going to give a hypothetical ass response I'm going to speak oh, directly from my own personal vault and this was a situation that I went through last year. So, um, I had, uh, broke up with Doggy Bone at the beginning of last year. <laughs> so we were on the break for about five months or so. And during that time, I reconnected with somebody that, um, I have known for about 10 years and we have a history of um, just having just like a strictly like a, you know, he was basically like a, um, a loyal side nigga when I used to mess with him. Like I only would connect with him like when I was in a situation and having issues with that situation. Or if I was, was like cheating. single and kind of like bored, we would like <laughs> fuck around, whatever. We never really tried to like do anything more. I think the one time we did have a conversation about, um, possibly being together that shit lasted for no no lie like 24 hours and then it just was like you know what i had to let that nigga know like you know what this was a this was a mistake hours? like you just supposed to be where you at so fast forward um i had disconnected with him um back at the beginning of my previous relationship because like i knew the um the dynamic of what our relationship is and i was um i was serious going into my last relationship and i was like you know i want to see where this is and where this could go so i don't want to possibly have me and your situation fuck up anything so let's just call this quits right now and which smart, i did smart. i did not talk to him until last year when we reconnected i let him know then like hey me and Doggy Bone broke up. However, I'm going to keep it a bean with you. In the event that he comes back and he says the right thing, I'm going back. Like, if we're able to have the right conversations, I'm going back. I've spent the last, like, two and a half years at the time of, of my life with this person. I really love this person. I'm truly invested in this person. I feel like we're just going through something right now. But if we're able to get right back on track, 
we will be back there. So coming to this, don't expect too much. Actually, don't expect nothing. Don't <laughs> have them awkward ass conversations about like anything further than what we used to doing, because this ain't that this is not going to be that this is just going to be some fun shit for the time being. And I know guys always talk about like females fuck up the situation when uh, y'all be quick to trying to put titles on shit and y'all be wanting to make a nigga rush into this and pressure this, this and that, blah, blah, blah. I felt like I was doing my due diligence and I was doing the right thing, telling this nigga, hey, this is going to be this. It ain't that. So just have fun and just enjoy the ride for the fucking moment. And he claimed he was cool with that. But out of nowhere, he just started getting on some like, oh, like, Sending me random ass memes and shit like, oh, this is going to be like when me and you uh, have a kid and, mm. you know, um, you need to start spending more time at more my house so you can get used to it just in case you got to move in and this, this, and that. And I told, <laughs> like, I have several conversations where I told this nigga, like, hey, please stop talking about this because it's making me uncomfortable. I told you this is not the direction I want to head into with you. So I just really want you to just stop. Just please fucking stop. And he didn't listen. And I'm like, all right, you know what? Whatever. So eventually I stopped fucking with him and I flat out told him (laughs) again, I have the text messages and shit in my phone to prove it. I told him, I said, the problem is you took my nose as that you needed to convince me, change my mind or like just not right now. Like, no, if I say no, nigga, it's no. And I don't like that shit. Like, even. I'm going to pause right there. Um, So. What's interesting about this is technically she's taking the same position that the first girl did, right? In that in that yeah. first clip. But this is a conversation that we had specifically. Like, hey, um, I'm on a break essentially, and we may fix like this is a different conversation than yo, niggas just be fucking up, they don't know. She didn't provide any kind of details. It was just like, yo, you just supposed to know. No, she was very specific with this is what it is. One hundred percent. This is what is not never going to be. Yeah, I mean, and that's the honesty that people say they want, and like that's very clear, cut, and concise. No gray area. It's completely black yeah. and white. And if that situation uh, with the side nigga don't work out, it's not her fault because I was very clear and not clear in a disrespectful manner. Because if we've been I've been, I've been cheating with you for 10 years uh, or however need, long. I just need you to know the role that you're going to continue to play. This is a permanent part-time position. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for full-time employment. It is what it is. And you can get laid off at any moment. Now, you mentioned what a question was, is it better? Um, well, do men know their role in a relationship? And is it better when men know their role? Um, I don't know if all men know their role in a relationship. Um, I don't know if you know that you're supposed to be wearing the pants in this relationship <laughs> or or if, you know, do you know if you're the catch or not? Because that sometimes I, I, I think the catch being the catch in a situation can change from situation to situation. Yeah, because you may have been the man somewhere else. But not here. You just a nigga here. Um, matter of fact, to to, to play something that I, I feel works uh very well with this conversation. Uh, 
I like to remind people, like, it's always people like me in the world. You good on your street. On my street, you not, might not be that good. <laughs> and, that's, and, and that's real life. So you was the when, man when, in When your... I say people be like, yo, she a 10 in Detroit, but in Miami, she a hard six. On your block, you the shit. You the baddest bitch in, in a three-mile radius. But you go on the other side of town, and you just, eh. Um, it's like uh, you could be in the who? Give me an example. Who, who are we talking about, male or female, right now? Let's let's we can dig in on the men a little bit. I, we we didn't gave the women a hard. Time. All right. So as a man, the last relationships that you had were with somebody um, not significantly younger than you, but younger than you, or maybe not as established um, as you were. Um, so you had a higher role in that relationship. I have a higher position in that relationship. Right. You could have been 30. She could have been 22 or some shit like that. You just have more experience in different ways. Of course you got a house. Of course you got a car. Yeah. Because you, yeah. you older. And little shit that you was doing. I don't even want to say little shit because that's disrespectful. Things that you were doing for her, she hadn't had a chance to experience yet. Oh, you took her out of town. Y'all was in... Miami or some shit. Shit was like the fucking world of her. Y'all went to out of the country and blah, blah, blah. Now you 32 and you dealing with the woman who's 32 as well, who've already did some of those experiences. You don't hold that higher position all the time. And you may be walking through Nigga, that. Maybe, maybe she been to Paris and you ain't never been out the country. Yeah. So you may be walking in the position that yo, you supposed to bow down to me because I'm just, I'm ultra guy. And guess what? The person that you were with in your past relationship always praised you for the great things that you did and everything like that. But you got to understand once that relationship is over, you starting off with a clean slate. You don't bring in the, yo, I'm the man with this new person because those are two totally different personalities. You a different person now. And you may not be on her level. Yeah. Or y'all might be on the same level and you need to talk to her. Like y'all on the same level. You still trying to talk down to her and not even on purpose, but like you, you trying to little man her and like you can't little man me. <laughs> you can't little nigga me. She a big nigga like you. Yeah. We bring in the same amount of money every year. We both can. You got a house. I got a house. And you got a car. I got a car. And I always look at situations like that. Like, you know, at 40 years old, if I get with a woman that's reasonably around my age, even if she's not 40, let's say she and her. She in her mid-30s. Yeah. She probably got a decent career, a home, a home of some sort, yeah. a vehicle to get around. Like, I don't I don't have to build her up. I'm not praising adults for doing adult shit. Because you're supposed to have all Like, as shit. a man, you can't, well, shit, I got this. Nigga, you're an adult. You're supposed to live on your own. You're supposed, you're supposed to have a, to have a job. Your you're supposed to be able to, pro to, to provide for yourself at basic minimum so you don't get, like, an extra brownie point. And... As somebody who deals with uh, adult women, she's supposed to be able to take care of herself. When you're not in a relationship, where do you live at? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You have to live somewhere. I hope you got a job. You, you you move back and forth. Like, I appreciate. That's a prerequisite, right? I don't want nobody who don't the, got the resume. Fuck prerequisite. That is the bare minimal. Yeah. That's the bare ass minimal. So, like, you don't you don't get, like, extra brownie points for that. But it's I, I do expect that, right? So, like, we can't keep looking at shit like, well, look what I'm bringing to the table. You bring into the table what adults bring to the table. 
neither one of you can say, well, I got my own this. Well, me too. You know, you're not doing, unless you're doing like significantly something different or better, like we really all on the same playing field. Even you, if, let's say you're doing, let's say you significantly um, better. Does that mean I'm not sufficiently taking care of everything? Oh, bet. I got a nice crib, three bedrooms, I, I two make, bathrooms. I make 70000 You make 55000 It's like you weren't broke before I got here. And even if I leave, you're still going to be able to maintain. Same shit if you if you flip it on reverse. Yeah, you might walk into the she might walk into the situation with 80,000, but I make 65 in my job. Like I was doing fine before you got here. Like my nigga, that's a $15,000 difference before tax. That's a $1,000 a month difference before tax. So you mean to tell me out of every paycheck since you make $350 more than me, you the big nigga around here? <laughs> what? You better quiet your fucking voice when you talk to me. So now we want to flip down in reverse, right? Well, I've been seeing memes and topics like, could you date a nigga who make less than you? So let's say you make 70000 This person makes 68000 You think that you better than me for $2,000? Like, like, that's your mentality? That like, oh, I got that. I'm the, what? Unless you're making a significant amount... Boy, if you don't shut the fuck up. I work overtime for a couple months, so I'm right on your heels. I don't never got to do that. How about I just handle money better than you? You make more than me, and I got more than you. Facts. My credit score better than you. I make better decisions with money than you. So, yes, you make two grand, five grand, or ten and grand that more. That credit score right there would be the gap because we both go go get the same Chevy Malibu and you paying 125 extra a month than what I'm paying because my credit good. Like, my nigga, we both getting approved for the same house loan. What are you talking about? And men, too. Oh, you make an extra five grand, so you think you the man of the house. What the fuck is you talking about? Why are we judging people based off this, this insignificant shit? Now, are finances important in a Absolutely. marriage Absolutely. because it's a it's a contract 100%. So I'm not, I don't want to like dismiss it like it doesn't ma- matter, but to think that you better than a motherfucker or they shouldn't have a conversation with you because you niggas like a negligible difference apart. Get good god. Especially for a woman to think that way who want to argue for equal pay with a man. So which one do you want? Do you want equal pay? And the nigga to make more than you, because that, that's not that's not how it works. Or the actual adage is women marry up, men marry down. That's true. I want to marry what's gonna make me happy. And I don't necessarily need you to be in my same financial. Brand. I never in my life thought I wonder how much she make for a living. Cause how much she gonna give me? Nothing. I've never, I've never looked at a woman's finance. Yes, do I care if you're working and shit like that? Of yeah. course, because I don't. You know, I say it all the time. I don't want no broke bitch. I don't want you broke well, you physically, financially, or emotionally. I don't want no. I don't. I don't think anybody wants to feel like they've been taken advantage of, right? Right. But let's just say you don't work, and you move into the house that I that I pay for now. I pay for my lights my gas, my food, the whole nine yards. And you being in my life literally makes me feel better, right? I may not need you to work. 
Like that's not like yo, we can't be together because you ain't working because da da da. Nigga, I literally my my quality of life may be better with you just being here every day. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm not don't go to work just because you feel that you don't want like if what if you just being here makes my life better? Like how much would you pay? Um, would you pay an extra five hundred dollars a month if your quality of life felt? significantly better yeah. a month like how much would you pay for your happiness if it costs you an extra four hundred dollars a month for happiness I, i'm I paying feel, it i feel like I, I paid a very small price because we pay that shit now so like oh shit i just got the 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 zoom the the the, the triple play package at comp for for more entertainment like we are paying for to make our we we paying money for endorphins to make us feel better well, the person can make you feel better. It's a small price to pay, and I will gladly pay. Yeah. So if, all right, fine. Maybe she don't pay none of the bills, and other than the majority of the bills, and it may not be equal. She makes the most, the majority of her money. Let's say she, it sounds bad. Maybe she she spends the majority of that on herself. Well, I don't got to buy you extra shit because you buying the shit yourself, but I'm still going to take care of the home and everything. That may be, be a better suit for you than doing something else. Like you say, it may make me feel happier to see you come home looking good, man. House clean. I got a fresh meal, all because you don't have that stress of work. Maybe you work. Maybe you work part time just for some money in your pocket. But I take care of everything else. Ideally, would I mean? Because like, who don't want to save money? Who wants to? Some people do want to pay a bill. Who knows? But like, that's okay if it make you feel better. If it don't work for you, it don't work for you. Because everybody arrangement but that's the biggest thing finding finding a person that works for you mm -hmm. i want to finish playing cheyenne's conversation because i got a feeling like there's there's a twist in in that because yeah. clearly that gentleman was not working yeah. for her so let's go even with me trying to be very transparent and not lie to you like when i will reconnect with my ex like via phone call or see him in person or whatever hell i had even went out of town to see my ex at one point in time i told the nigga all of this because i'm like i'm not about to lead you on and let you think anything or you to feel like i'm lying to you i'm telling you the fucking truth but he did not listen he continued to try to push harder. Uh, he tried to like force things on me that I told him, like, I really do not fucking want. Like, I do not want this from you. Me and you have had this situation before where we was just fucking around. You wouldn't ask me no questions. I called you like, hey, I'm at this bar out here. Such and such. I got to host this party. It's fairly close to you. You closer to the bar that I um then my house is, I'ma pull up. Nigga be at work, like, okay, cool, I'll leave my door open. Just go ahead, pull up. That would be we had no problems doing that. But then all of a sudden this year, like now you and your feelings about the shit. Like no, now you wanna King. try to compete. He ready to graduate. Where you're not even qualified. Like, dog, did you Ooh, no. Shit. Like if I fucking told you, like, this is what it is, we just fucking and having a good time every now and then. Let it be that. If I choose to let it go further and want it to be further, that will be of no influence of you. It'll be strictly be based on what I feel like you are not going to force me into either direction. Like and he just did not. Um, He didn't accept that. But whatever, you know, I don't know, man. Like I've had situations where guys were just like kind of like they knew like we was just fucking. But it seemed like eventually 
um, any type of casual situations I've had, it's always been the guy that eventually be like, damn, like you don't want to like, no, I don't. Like if I wanted that, I'm very transparent. I'm very thorough. I'm very like, um, I have no problem expressing how I feel with the person that I'm dealing with, no matter what level. So, um, if I want those things from you, I will voice that. I have no problem doing that. But in the situations, I don't know about other women, but in all the situations I have ran into where it was just some casual shit with a guy, nine times out of 10, they have always tried to press harder for something. And that's ultimately why we disconnected because I said what the fuck I said. Um, Cheyenne Pimpan is strong. So, uh, once I notice we've had this conversation and the person is pressing for more, I'm going to go ahead and nip that shit in the bud because it's clear that they don't want that shit. No many, if you got to keep having this conversation, let me nip that shit in the bud. And old boy was like, yo, I want more. And he was expressing it. It didn't work out. He had to uh, disconnect as she was so professional with the entanglement. <laughs> you know, sometimes it, it hurt letting go of your best side thing. That's 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 really a loss to the roster. Uh, in my experience, it's always been the opposite. Um, well, one time it wasn't, but I wasn't really pressing for nothing extra. Uh, but the person told me that who wasn't looking for anything extra was like I think we getting too close and then she just fell back like alright you know what I'm saying I get it cause if if things cross it is what it is You if you and feel so, feelings are it's hard for people to like if you spending two three four days a week with a woman we going out to dinner a couple times if you are making it, her feel like it's something else sometimes people create a scenario in their mind of what it is man i have this feeling all the time and i was listening to uh rory and ma on the pod i don't know i can't i was watching it today um but it was a couple weeks ago and um i i I just really agreed with something that rory was saying it's like look now me personally i'm a personable person um i like talking uh i like you know hanging out having a good time or whatever like, have we got to the point where in society where if let's just say we have a sexual relationship only. Right. Right. And if I treat you like a human being, I'm leading you on. Like, I don't I like the company of a woman. I like to go out and eat. I like to do these things. And I would prefer you go with me because I'd rather be with women than a bunch of niggas all the time. Facts. You know what I'm saying? But like me treating you like a person like I like. I'm not exchanging energies with you if I don't like you, if you're not like a cool person or so of, of some sort. Like that, so that's me a, that's a very good point. Is me treating you like a person really that foreign to you for you to think that like I Yo, he you must be in love with me. No, I'm 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 just being this is me naturally who I, I feel am. Like if a woman shares her vagina with me on a regular basis, the least I can do is be decent to her. It can't be like, yo, we having sex and get the fuck out. Like, damn. I can't But I see you again on Thursday. Like who why do it have to be this way? <laughs> like, I'm not even I'm not even I don't at the very least, I've been told I could be cold. Uh, but I'm not, I don't think I'm that cold, but you know, I guess opinions on I, that may I, vary. I've been pretty cold, but I, I try not to, you can at least stay. It's all about perspective. And sometimes 
you have the what's crazy is you have the least perspective on how you are to other people. You are the villain and you're the villain in somebody's story, no matter how how you carry yourself, no matter if you know it or not. You the villain. Yeah. And I and I say it all the time, especially to somebody I used to date. And they they probably hate it. Like sometimes I'm not I'm not there to be your man. I'm here for character development. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm here to, to I'm here to prepare you for him. Well, right now I'm character development. I'm here to, you know, this is this is the part of the story where it starts to go rocky. And then after you leave me, you'll probably find him and be happy ever after. But like I'm not him. I'm not your person. I am I am the protagonist in this story. I'll be honest, uh, no, I ain't gonna say that. Uh, I have no idea. I, I have no idea. Could be, I could not be. Uh, whenever I think I am, I'm not. <laughs> whenever I think I'm not, sometimes I, I have no idea. I literally have no idea. So to to borrow this from uh, someone, uh, I just experience you, and wherever we experience it. You know, I don't I just, I just don't have I have no idea, which is fucking crazy because I, I think I should, but I have no idea. You never know which, what role you're going to play in somebody's life. And I just look at it like, hey, until we figure it out, I am here for a fun time, not a long time. And in the voice of the prophet, Sean Carter, our time together is our time together and our time apart is our time apart. I don't ask single women like questions about what you doing, who you dating, where you be at. Think you should? No. No, I don't. Because No, you don't, but do you think you should? No, because when For your you, own safety. So, it's it is not her responsibility to you know, provide safety for me. That's my responsibility to myself. Right. What I'm saying is but possibly asking questions um, about a situation that you're entering is helping you provide safety for yourself. The only question that I really have, well, really there's only three questions that are important to me. Are you drug and disease free? Which I guess could be like one and two. And like, if you have a nigga, literally, I have no issues with that. But just give me the heads up because I would hate to be out some, I've been out before. <laughs> With with a woman before holding hands, canoodling, and a nigga walk up all like, "What the fuck you all here doing, Sharice? And I'm like, "Yo, you could have told me about this nigga." I mean, you you very familiar with this story, but I was at a woman's house late at night, and a nigga come knocking on the door, and he know you in the house. Yeah, say, "Yo, I'm about to burn you. I'm about to set your car on fire." I didn't ask those questions. I, I was a, I was a little bit younger. I didn't know to, but now there are certain questions that you probably want to ask. So be, like, and I'll be honest, when she fine as hell, because your situation, she was gorgeous. <laughs> she was finer than a motherfucker. When when they fine as hell like that, sometimes you be lost. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't you don't be you don't be thinking. You be thinking. I be thinking with my other head. And I just be happy to be here. I just be happy to be here. Um, but like, no, there there are some things I do need to know. You know what I'm saying? Like. There are just some things I do need to know. I don't need to know names, locations, days. Like, yo, yo, do you got some nigga that think he your man and might, you know, pop up here at two in the morning when he getting off? And I'm perfectly fine when when you start connecting with somebody else. Ask the questions that you need answers to. 
uh, because I tell you what the wrong question is. Do you have a girlfriend? Are you talk? The, the question is, are you currently having sex with somebody? Because no, I haven't had a girlfriend in four years. I have not been absent. Ab- I have not been pr- practicing abstinence for four years. So like you should ask the question that you that you really want to know. You know, I always remember, and I had a situation similar to this happen to me. It was a meme with plies. And he was like, he was at this chick house. He heard a knock on the door and she go to the door, you know, do a little whispering and come back. And he was like, who was at the door? She was like, nobody. He was like, now don't get you and nobody shot. Facts. Because I don't go to a woman's house without a pistol now. Nigga, I, it's on me. It's on me. Don't get you and somebody else. Because when I hear knocks at the door and I'm in an unfamiliar place, my first thought is set up. And guess what? I'm walking out the same fucking way I walked in this bitch. Whether it's in cuffs or on my own two feet. But I'm walking out the same way I came in this bitch. Like, uh, this was younger. This was a, a much younger Jay before CCW Jay. But like, I just wasn't. I wasn't experienced in this particular... I was, and I was a young nigga. I don't, I don't know, 22, 23 or some shit. If I have to grab you by your ponytail and put this strap to your head in order to make it out this building, don't think I won't do it. I had to find a gun that was in the house. You know what I'm saying? Big dumbass 357 revolver. Nigga, I... Would have knocked your ass I on the floor. I wasn't ready for that one at the time, nigga. Would have knocked your ass on the floor. Man, I was not ready for that shit, but I'm like, yo... It, I, this was Trio 650 days. It wasn't no drop your location. It wasn't a, I didn't even have my car. I couldn't even call a nigga and say, this is where I'm at. Don't even know where you at good. I was somewhere in East Point. I didn't even, I didn't, I didn't know East Point at the time. I'm like, nigga, I left I'm at my, a girl house. I left my fucking car in a parking lot of a bowling alley, dog. <laughs> like, I didn't know where I was at. Okay, all I know is like uh, I remember that tree. Like, yo, this not the night I thought I was gonna have. I didn't know I was coming I over just here. Came here for sex. <laughs> I got in the car to go to the liquor store and like whatever. I got dropped off. Then I went to work in the same clothes I left with the day before. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I got back. To my, got back to my car and then drove to work. Same outfit. Yeah. Same clothes from yesterday. Right here, we do a big. <laughs> Yo, man, a long, long time ago. Literally, a long, long time ago. Oh, man. She was so fine, though, Jay. She was so <sighs> fine. I don't even blame you, my nigga. I don't even blame you, dog. All right, man. Let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. So what I did want to want to dive into, because I did put up an ax to shop. About this question. And I'm going to call out a couple of y'all by names because I know y'all situation. I know y'all partner and I know you fucking lying. So does dating work better when the person knows their role? Like if they're a main or a side piece, 95% of y'all said yes. And then we have about a very small percentage. 5% said uh, no, that it doesn't work better. I can tell you this for 100% fact. It works best if they do not know that they're the side. That they're the side? Yes. Because you just going about your life peaceful and blissful. If you know, I'm talking about the majority. I'm not talking about the few of y'all who's okay with being a side because there's, I know on the internet with polls, you always say that, but it never materializes in my real life. Okay. Have you ever told a woman that she was like number two and it went well? 
I've never had that conversation. Well, I'm also uh, black men don't cheat. Uh, I'm not saying cheat, <laughs> but like <laughs> I, I have someone that if they call, I'm a cancel what we're doing. That's a fact. But I still like you and I like spending time with that's you. That's a fact. But if she call, we cancel. Yeah, that's a fact. So you have you ever had a situation where you've had to tell like somebody something similar to that? I've had a situation where that was known. But this was, she was a little bit younger and a, a, a part of a different generation was perfectly fine with that. Okay. Um, other than that, like, yo, that ain't your business. <laughs> I, I think it's a hard sell at this age. It is. It is it's a hard real, sell. It's a real if you're dating a woman around, yeah, it's, it's not, a, it's not. <laughs> it's a, a hard sell. So, <laughs> you know, Ashley, I'm going to call you out. Oh, because, shit. Because <laughs> Ashley. I, I didn't look at none of these shits, actually. I, I, did, I did look at them. Ashley is a faithful fan of the show. We used to work together. She blew my cover at work. Uh so, Ashley, I love you, but you just had a baby and you just bought a house with this man. Your opinion does not count because. Oh, who? Ashley, who was that? Which? Well, the show me. Uh, Right here. Oh, OK. I was thinking of uh, a different one. Yeah. But you you just had a baby and you bought a house with that man. Like, I don't, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. You ain't been aside. <laughs> you ain't been nothing but Maine for about a decade. I hope. Let's, like, no, just, I'm let's, fucking with let's you. just go with that narrative. <laughs> let's just go with that narrative. Uh, Cheyenne gave a truthful answer. Shout out to Cheyenne, but she just also gave us a mouthful <laughs> with that voice note. Uh, Detroit Red, you know I've I've, I've been on your live. You I've know been on I'm your I'm conflicted. I don't know. Sometimes I think yes, and sometimes, sometimes I think no. Sometimes Red talk like she got a little pimp in her, but for the most part. I think she talked like she want a little pimp in her. That sounds wild. <laughs> That's not what I mean. But I or think maybe it is what you mean. <laughs> I think that she wants. I don't know. It sometimes I'll be like, "Yo, maybe you think that's what you would like to happen," but I don't know that that's happening. I just really yet. feel like she's a really nice girl, yeah. and I don't mean that like in a shady way. Yeah, like she's just really nice for sure. But she might have she might have that pimp in her body. She just might. Uh, I always, always Sean on here, aka Sean the Terrible. I know you're a horrible person. We talking to <laughs> DMs all the time. I know you're a horrible nigga. Uh, uh, Wheezy. So only person that gave a so Cheyenne only person. <laughs> Cheyenne only person that said no. On the phone. She is the five percent. Cheyenne. Everybody else just lied to me. Lies. Lies. Let me go through. So number one on that list, she's telling the truth. Yeah. She 100% telling the truth. Uh, number two could be telling the truth. Uh, I don't know number three personally. Do you know her? Uh, no. Number four is one of Cheyenne's friends. Number seven is a goddamn lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. Like, relax. Yeah, you are. I'm going to text you in a second. You've been Get married there. for a long time, bro. <laughs> you out the game. You out the game. Uh, now... So you see where I'm at on this list, and you see the name above it? Yes. My nigga. <laughs> uh, I'm, I can't say that, but my nigga, I know your life. Yeah. And I know your wife. <laughs> I know what this real answer is, okay? Uh, well, you know what? It may be easier. Matter of fact, I, t I take that back. It is definitely easier when they know. 
Oh, well, if you marry, like I feel like it's you probably, got to you got to know for the for the the sake of doing business. Yeah, they need to know. Yeah, I take that back. You 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 on point. Because if you see my wife out in public, bitch, I need you to act like you're trying to sell me Mary Kay or something and keep it, you know, keep that shit moving. Oh, I didn't even see all these DMs and shit that we got uh, requests and shit. Um, but yeah, man, I just think in general. I'd say this. Um, in general, it's general, folks. Don't probably like, nigga, you said, I'm saying in general, I think it's best if uh, roles are well-defined um, and there are no promises. Even if the roles aren't, quote, unquote, defined, um, I think it's best that you don't make any promises. Don't be intentionally vague. <laughs> Excuse me. I am the king of intentionally uh, unintentionally being vague because I'm just I just don't share a lot, um, but unintentionally vague. But I like, tell you what you need to know. And if you don't ask the right questions, then that's just where we're going to stay at. Because you can get to the answer. You can get to the answer. But a lot of people don't ask questions. Ask the woman if she's single. It means I will never like. Are you having sex with somebody currently? Because I need to know before I have sex with you without a condom. <laughs> like I need to know. Whose baby you aborting? Mine is. Um, like, there are just certain things I need to know. I don't care if... I was messing with a married woman and she told me she was pregnant. I said, bitch, you better blame it on that nigga. I was messing with a woman who was engaged. And I don't think I knew she... I did know. Did I? That was the last time I did that. But she asked me to, like, next time I don't want you to wear nothing. I'm like, oh, that almost sucks. But he was like, No. I don't, I'm like, you got a whole fiance and you're trying to smell like, you nasty. I mean, shit happens, Jay. Shit happens. They got married too. That's not your problem. <laughs> you, that's not your problem. It was only one time. And then she's hated me because I never did it again. I'm like, bitch, I couldn't do that shit, man. I mean, I could have, but. Uh, no, it was something else that happened too. I was like, I wasn't expecting Anyway, but like no, that's that's bold. I can't I can't I can't mess with no married is, woman. Is, is I don't like, even I don't even want. I put like this. I was messing with a woman, um, who was single at the time, but her ex nigga, who I do not know, hated me, and all the friends hated me. Who and, and they follow me on socials right now. These niggas hate me, and I I didn't do nothing to y'all. Fucking weirdos. Is that is that like your cutoff for a woman? Like I don't she, want nobody dealing with a nigga. I don't, because niggas is crazy, and niggas will kill you over their bitch. Okay. Niggas will kill you over the girl that's not even theirs no more. I need a a, a clear <laughs> separate. Like niggas will kill you over what they is think it is there. Really, like a clear separation though. Sometimes <laughs> it takes a really long time to get to that point. I know, and like some dump. Sometimes that's those questions that I need answers to, because a nigga will try to kill you. And we'll put like this, a nigga and his emotions about his woman, anything can happen. He may not be going over there like, yo, I'm about to kill somebody. But when you, when you see your car in the driveway and motherfucker get enraged and like, I'm not trying. Listen, I don't want to blast her, man, but I can and I will, though. I'm trying to chill, sure. though. Even though the situation looking kind of ill, yo. It came to me like a song I wrote. Told a bitch, go get a scarf, pillow, pillow case, and rope. I'm just saying. 
cool as a fan, getting hand. I don't want to have blaster man. <laughs> but listen, I, at the end of the day, man, I got a family. Not like a wife and kid, but like I got a family. I got to make it back to my family. I don't want to blast your mans, but I can. Just and what I, I will. Though. Just what I said. I'm coming out the same door I came in, and if that means I got to put this gun to your head and we're gonna walk out together, I'm walking out to my car. Yeah, man. Take it how you want to. What's that for? I, I got the rock smoky down to his house. <laughs> What's that for? I got to make it to my car. I don't know who you got over here. <laughs> Nigga, you just, it's its its a crapshoot. Like you said, you was outside of your ex house in some whitey tighties <laughs> screaming on the grass barefoot. In the, it was snow outside, my nigga. I'm outside in my drawers in the snow on her parents' front porch. And I bet you said she not in a relationship. She she got an ex-husband. We not even married no more. And this nigga on the front lawn in some whitey tidies barefoot in the snow. Niggas is crazy. Let and me you is to, niggas. Let me talk to my wife. <laughs> you is niggas. I'm on the front porch yelling. My kids are up. Let me talk to my wife. The kids looking out the window. Go get your mama. My father-in-law, who has the patience of Job and is one of the most incredible men I've ever met, is like, Damon, just go home, man. Just go home. We'll figure this out later. Go home. Yeah, man. So. I done been that. And when I think about it, like, when it's come to the women that I have loved, which is a very short list, but when it comes to the women that I have actually loved, I have been the crazy nigga every single time. I'm talking about driving on the lawn. I was only the crazy nigga one time. Jay. Like my first relationship that was in high started in high school and lasted like a couple years afterward. That's the only time I was the put like I, that shit broke. I don't, I don't have it in me no more. I don't have it in me no more. Outside in my underwear, driving across the lawn, honking in the middle of the night. That was parking like up the street. I've been that nigga. That was 17 through 22 year old Jay. I don't have it in me no more. No, now at 40, just leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. I don't you like understand? It. Like, I love you, but I can't. I can't. It'd just be, leave me alone. It'd be easier for me not to just, I, I just don't, I won't communicate. If I don't know, I don't know. I don't be doing it. All, I'm, I'm serial. At, oh, never mind. <laughs> just never mind. At, at this just age, at mind. this stage in my life, I cannot put a price tag on my piece. And if you are a woman, that I love and I'm dating and you are doing something that is relieving the peace from my body. It's just easier for me to separate myself from the situation. Cause like, I just, I just want to be, I just want to be happy. <laughs> I don't need to be happy all the time, but like, I can't have you like consistently fucking up my peace. Yeah. Cause then I'm gonna hate you. And then when I start to hate you, I'm willing to do anything to, to display that hate. Mm. So I just need you to leave me alone. I I feel you. I feel you. You leave me alone. Oh man, uh, music pick, man. I see you sent it to me. I thought you got it. You don't have no whose man's is this? Is yeah, like? I do got a whose man's is this. All right, we'll we'll go out of order. Um, I don't remember how this should be going. Whose man's music pick? Oh, well, let's do music. Let's do music pick. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> let's do whose man's is this? Uh, today is January the fourteenth. Uh, I think tomorrow technically is the birth date of Martin Luther King Jr. Ain't it the 15th? 
I believe so. Um, if if it's not, hey nigga, I'm um sugared up off a Seven Eleven Slurpee. Blame it on my all black pop, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain, no, what'd you say? Doctor Pepper is a Coke. Uh, Coke, Pepsi, and Doctor Pepper. Nigga. Yeah, your insides are disgusting. So I got a new process uh, when I drink uh, shit I'm not supposed to. So I'm taking this home with me. I'm filling up with water and I'm drinking it. Okay. Uh, so any pop or juice or whatever that comes into the house, once it's over, I have equal, to fill it up. contents water. Yeah. Also, all the cans, well, not cans, but bottles or some shit, that shit get filled with water and that shit goes in the refrigerator. So I always like, but I'm, uh, shout out to my, hmm, my god sister's father, uh, he got, he, when we was younger and we'd be over there, we'll grab a can of pop or some shit. And like, you can't get another can of pop until you fill that with water and drink the water. So that's how he kind of kept whatever. Like, hope, slowed y'all down. Slowed you down, and hopefully you'd be too full to get one. But like, to, to kind of even that shit out. So I've been adopting that shit. So this is going to get full of water and drink it. But whose man's is this goes to any and every body who's going to Martin Luther King Jr. Ski Weekend because I am not sure that Martin Luther King has ever skied in his life. I'm not even sure if my man's ever seen snow. I don't know if he's seen Jay, snow. Jay, Jay. Now, I put this challenge out that if anybody a picture it with Martin Luther King Jr. in some snow, I'm going to send them a cash app. You know the closest I got? Niggas sending me the memorial in D.C. with snow on it. There is not a picture of Martin Luther King Jr. in snow at all. Now. Niggas went out there campaigning in the snow. They went out there marching through the snow. Now. He from Montgomery, Alabama. He ain't That's why that I snow. don't know that he ever seen snow for that be a fucking ski weekend from him. I just don't know. Now, the best, the closest that people got, well, one person got, um, and shout out to Mad Dog McGraw, uh, lawyer, listener, lawyer, supporter. Shout out to Mad Dog. I met him on, on the Twins podcast. Cool, bro. Now, he provided some information that said, a little excerpt. King relied on his lieutenant James Bevel to energize the first phases of the campaign. But in January 1966, he captured national headlines when he moved his family into a dingy apartment in the in the West Side ghetto. Now, I don't know if they're saying that MLK moved his family or James. In, yeah. But let's just say it was MLK. Okay. If he did for a short period of time stay in an apartment in January of 1966 in Chicago, then the nigga seen some snow. Yeah. But I'm not 100% sure if they talking about MLK. Or James. Well, Bell. you know, the question is, when did Martin Luther King Jr. live in Chicago? King relied on his lieutenant to energize the first phase of his campaign. I guess energize mean pay for it. <laughs> like, yo, I need you to fund this shit. Uh, but in January 1966, he captured national headlines when he moved his family into a dingy apartment in West Side Ghetto. So it's possible, but I ain't never seen a picture of the nigga in snow. You can't have no Martin Luther Jean, Martin Luther Jean, <laughs> no MLK ski weekend because my man's ain't never been in the snow. Up me a picture. 
Somebody send me a picture to shoptalkpodcast at gmail.com of Martin Luther King not photoshopped, not the statue. <laughs> there you go. With a picture of some snow. This nigga's a country boy. I don't know if he ever seen snow. Who the fuck started MLK Snow Snee Weekend? I think it only started because it's just a long weekend. Like niggas, it's is, a whole bunch of Monday weekends. But niggas not, don't do a Memorial Day. They ain't snowing because Memorial Day is hot. This is it's it's still cold. Niggas, niggas want to do something over that three day weekend. I want to go to one of these ski weekends. I don't want to ski, but I just want to go. Man, I've been skiing. We went like not MLK, MLK weekend, but like. You know, for so many reasons, skiing is a very bad idea. Especially once you hit like skiing in the afternoon after people have been at the bars and got a little liquor in them. Skiing gets very, very dangerous. Yo, man, I went skiing and um, I don't know, so a, a fellas, no, a, well, a couple's trip uh, with the fellas and their spouses and shit. This maybe was 2015, 2016. Uh, I can do anything. Like I, I literally think that they they haven't invented the task that I cannot complete. I think I can do anything slightly above average. Now, I'm not the best at everything. Clearly, no, I'm not. But I can do anything slightly above average. Well, I got out there on the ski slopes and I was uh I was kind of down cuz I couldn't get the shit I couldn't stop. I kept falling. You know what I'm saying? We was going through the little lessons and shit. And I was like, fuck. Like, this the first thing that I fucking can't get. And it started fucking with me. And I, I'm not like a giant fan of heights. So that whole little ski, uh, the whole little, the ski dude, whatever the fuck that shit is. Like, that shit is terrifying. Because this shit does not look safe at all. Because it's not safe. You know what I'm saying? But after a couple of times... I finally got the fucking hang of it. You know what I'm saying? Because before I would stop by just falling. <laughs> okay. And then it's like, ah, it's time to fall again. You know what I'm saying? But I, I finally fucking got it. I have video of me getting this shit and coming through my, so I, I got proof, but like I finally got it. But that shit was, you know, it, it caused a level of anxiety when I met the thing that I couldn't do. And that shit was fucking with me. Luckily I got it, but. The Royal Rumble crew, we were supposed to get like a, like a uh, a cabin for a weekend. It's still not too late. Yeah, I mean, yeah, somebody floated an idea, but like it was just the idea, and it was just so I got to do I got to do the back end work, and like I mean, it was your suggestion. All right, well, fuck it. I, <laughs> I, I'll put the package together and see if niggas want to do this shit because I'm down. I'm down. Other than that, uh, <laughs> whose man's is this? Niggas at MLK Ski Weekend, and all you niggas who making them horrible flyers. Oh man, don't, don't put me. And uh, MLK on the same flight. Look, man, the flyers be the best. The flyers be the best. No, the best. Now, word, they be blasphemous as The fuck. best worst shit ever. <laughs> uh, Dr. Martin Luther King with a grill and some and some diamond earrings. Come on, man. I look forward to the flyers. Yeah, man. Whatever. Uh, what's up with this uh, music pick? <laughs> My music pick of the week uh, is by... It's off DJ Sussex Smooth Project. The name of the project is Too Smooth Radio Deluxe. But on this song is a is an MC that we uh kind of a fan of around here. Baby Mark. You know, kind of. Well, we are a fan of Baby Mark. 
Dave Hill, whole triple seven. Shout out to Mike George. But the name of the song is Holy Water 2. Is this what Baby I seen Martin. him performing last night? I think so. Oh, okay. Anytime now. You got to connect it to the Bluetooth? Yeah, it's just waiting to play. Just got baptized, you local with a chain, but you far from a franchise. I bought like Steve Francis and you ain't got no plan time. You say this shit is struggle, but it's more like a layup line, ayy. Can't you see, nigga, I'm more than just a D nigga. I'm how you start a paragraph. Bitch, I'm D nigga, still in the club, drinking my way like it's T nigga. I don't work for 106, I can't be doing shit for free, nigga. I got expensive places, I love you when I eat. And I'm like you down in sass when you know I stay with the heat, nigga. God, please, drop a bag down. I'm trying to get it for somebody, Mary Cash down. Any nigga ever doubted me is doing bad now I'ma tell him thank you when he working for my grandchild, bitch Ay. I said I'ma tell him thank you when he working for my grandchild, bitch Hell yeah. Yo, man <laughs> I love Started like a paragraph I'm the nigga, nigga. <laughs> mm. Yo I love Baby Mark It may be too late for cash down, though no, it's not. He just dropped the baby this weekend or something, or just a couple of days ago. I yeah. think he proposed, did he? I don't know. It ain't for real till they walk down the aisle. No, when you drop the baby, it's over. Oh, no, you can still get her after she have a baby. Baby don't mean shit. Uh, okay. Baby don't mean shit. I'm talking from a nigga with experience. She can still get him after they have that baby. All right. Baby don't mean shit. If you want her, you got you to gotta go after her, my nigga. Don't let that baby stop you. Don't let that baby stop you. Just be prepared to be a stepfather. And I mean, be the best stepfather. You're going to have to be like the daddy. But don't don't let that baby get in your way of getting your woman. And now you got to have another baby with her to assert dominance. You got to have the youngest baby. Um, Juvenile said, niggas will kill you if you bang his hole. Attitude adjustments <laughs> they all need. Niggas will kill you over that bitch. That's it. That's just your, especially. That's your, oh, a nigga will kill you over his baby mama, one hundred percent. Especially if she famous. Shit, you a nigga? What? I don't know much about this Tracy T nigga. That's her baby daddy. I don't I know, know much about him. So. I know he was signed to Maybach Music at one point. I don't know if he's still on the label. That's about as far as I know. All I know is, uh, he appears to live an extravagant lifestyle. And I've never heard music from him, so I'm not fucking with him, okay? And, why am I and, not, and not like in a disrespectful you know, manner, no, but like you you do something for a living. And why am I lying? To I know, pull I know niggas for sure who will kill over their baby mother. Murder a whole family. Over Cash Doll, for sure. Because y'all know my affinity for Cash. I love Cash Doll. So. I love Cash Doll. I'm... I'm I wish I could have had. Um, all right. I love Cash. I'll just leave it at that, man. She's a gorgeous. She's the quintessential Detroit woman. Detroit woman. Attitude. She look good. She know how to dress. I love Cash. Dog. I love you. This is your future. This is your future, Cash. My name is Dame. Three underscores. Three one three. 
baby you can at me on instagram on twitter i swear if you talk to me i'll talk back to you and i talk so good to you i talk so good to you and i'm ready to have one more baby if you want one uh, <laughs> when you see the blue and the black you know where you at it is shop talk podcast shop talk podcast studios book some time cash out i love you uh, I love you. I didn't put I this shit no out. this year, but you oh can be the first. God. You can be the first. <laughs> <laughs> I just pushed any button. It's not a round of applause, man. I didn't put this shit out last week, but listen, man, we this was two episode 297. We're coming up on 300. So if you listen this far into the podcast, shout out to you because you're a real nigga. Go ahead and send in a voice note, man. What was your favorite? episode favorite we, parts we want to revisit some of y'all favorite moments yeah we'll put those voice notes on the pod it's gonna take some work to do it so like help us out yeah because well my favorites over the last 300 episodes may not be yours so tap in with us tell us what you liked or just give us a sh- 300 episodes nigga. give us a fucking shout out we'll play it yeah we'll play it you feel me if you listen to I mean, we, we don't charge you for the content nigga. so in any event man when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio, book some time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jane Day. Hell yeah. Peace.